0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of We Create Music. I am your host, B-Vaughn. Today, we have an amazing artist, Truzy. What's up, family? What's up, man? I'm good, man. How are you? Good, man. Thank welcome to the show. Appreciate it. Thank you. No doubt. Having... No doubt. Yeah. So let's start. Let's go. Very
1: beginning. So just tell us how you got started. Um, Wow. Okay. I really started off playing the drums um, in church, mm. of course. Um. Kind of just had like a mentor that picked me up, got into a little trouble, you know what I mean, and I needed to get, I needed a gateway. Mm-hmm. So he learned to channel my energy. Used to go down to the church every Sunday, and um, play the drums. And me and my sisters, we used to listen to these old records. You know what I'm saying? And um, that's how I learned how to write music. Actually, okay. was listening to old records like Nelly's Country Grammar. That's the first album I actually wrote, mm-hmm. and we would listen to it from top to bottom, play the songs you know, pause, play an mm-hmm. old, old cassette tape and bring our old notepad and we would just write down all the lyrics we heard. Mm. So at the time I didn't know like that would transition to what I'm doing now, okay. I just always had a passion. You know, I think that just running my bloodline and then I just started one day I'm at, I'm in middle school, I remember, I'm sitting at a lunch table with my cousin and they call him Doughboy, Alonzo, you know, he might watch it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so Doughboy, he was the rapper in sixth mm-hmm. grade. So, listen to him spit, and I'm like, man, i kind of been working on this all summer. So I just jumped out, start rapping, you know what I'm saying, just mm. freestyling. And next thing you know, we battling, and every day, that's what we did. We just battled all the way through high school, and mm. I started recording when I was 14. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's really how I started. Yeah, you know, it's like the, I guess that might be the, the regular old answer. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, was, I was sitting here thinking like, yo,
0: I don't, how many people get started, one, in the church? right. Right, whether it's playing keys, singing in the choir, playing the drums, but really getting started in the church. Yeah. And then that transitioning into kind of um, you know, being the the,
1: the forerunner for for your career. Yeah. Like I mean, my mom, like my mom, she's an evangelist, right? And mm-hmm. my dad's a deacon. So I was really the kid that went to church every Sunday. Mm-hmm. We went to primarily all Bible studies. Um, all the revivals, all the, revivals, you know all the Bible studies, Watch all the church services, all the functions, <laughs> that, all your vacation Bible schools, yeah, VBSes, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Yep. I'm, I can't say word for lit, but I was on the <laughs> choir. You know what <laughs> I mean? I, like, I did, I did it all. Mm-hmm. But it learned, it, it taught me so much from just not only being able to speak out publicly, mm-hmm. you know, because um, my aunt, she was the head of the youth group at the time. So she just would love to throw me out there. Like, you got to read or you got to say something to Mm -hmm. the people. Um, And then that just transitioned me out to outside those doors. You know what I mean? Where you kind of free, you know. Um, And it's amazing how much you evolve when you get older, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, And that just, now I'm I'm appreciative of it. At Mm -hmm. that time, man, I was kind of, I was rebellious. You know what I mean? I definitely was like, I was running from Mm -hmm. them. They would call me the preacher. Now it makes sense. Mm. Yeah, you know I mean that's my music. That's what's up. Yeah. So like the forecasting, or the, at least the foretelling, or the, the
0: prophetic message to say, "Hey, this is kind of what you're going to be doing," yeah. but maybe not in a biblical sense, I guess, Correct. but more from a, an artistry perspective. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Like I look, I look at like my shows or like mm-hmm. my music. It's kind of like I look at my the audience at the shows is like my congregation, mm. right? And at that moment, I have the opportunity to, like, kind of give them something to look, like, look forward to, like, a piece of hope. And so it's like, if I could do that, it's a spiritual thing for me. Mm. It's therapeutic. You know, like, this was Mm -hmm. my outlet. This is how I, this is probably why I'm still alive today. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, if I didn't do music, bro, yeah, I know I would be somewhere else. You know what I mean? So it's like, I hold on to it so tight. And I make sure that I treat it, like, with the spirituality that I have for it. You know what I mean? It's, like, so much gratitude. Um, my <laughs> sister's going to laugh when she hear us, like, talk about <laughs> the, us writing those records. Because we we really did. And my dad, man, just a side note. Like, my, my, especially my dad's side of the family, mm-hmm. they're, like, big music heads. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? My uncles and all. Mm-hmm. And my dad's like me. He's the youngest out of his, you know what I'm saying, out of his group. I'm the youngest side of my family. So, he would have like this old cassette briefcase, right? Oh, I remember those. Filled, right, yeah. The brown joint, you know. Yeah, the brown joint, with all the. Yes, um, <laughs> with all the, and we used to just take those all, the tapes, all the cassette, all the cassette tapes. And I'm talking about all your cameos, your funkadelics. Like this is what this is what we was jamming to. Yeah. You know what I mean? We would take road trips, and this what this what was blasting. Mm-hmm. So he gave me like that balance because, of mm-hmm. course, like I said. I knew no matter what we did on Saturday, I was going to church Sunday. You know what I mean? It mm-hmm. was hard getting up. I knew I was gone. But then I would get back and we we back playing. I'm back there playing those tapes. My mom mm-hmm. like, you just got a church up, man. We about to play these. You know what I'm saying? Or let's turn the <laughs> radio on. y'all. You know, even if we got to put headphones in so mm-hmm. she don't hear it, we going to make sure that we get what we need out of mm-hmm. it. Because it serves the same purpose. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? In, in a sense. But, you know, I can't. All those tapes got radio interviews all over them now, <laughs> for real. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting,
0: man. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's very interesting as far as just, just really how people get started in in, in the career and how it's well, like I said once again, it's kind of rooted in in the church. Now, how I got started was not in, in the church at all. Wow. Yeah, it wasn't. No, It's just I just wanted to be a producer. I was a singer growing up. Never sang in the church. Never played an instrument in the church. So it's always fascinating when I hear people say, and I've interviewed a ton of guests, that literally their story is, oh, yeah, when I was growing up, I played keys at the church. Or oh, I played drums at the church. Or oh, I sang in the church choir. Or oh, I was like, wow. Yeah. And it's, it's very, for me, it's refreshing to see that, you know, even from my own belief system, that
1: everybody used to get started in church. In the church. Like, just, man, so... All right, I'm from Aiken, South Carolina, right? And um it's a neighboring county to James Brown's hometown, mm. right? Mm. Now, I got a yeah. argument here. Okay. <laughs> I'm from I'm from the birthplace of hip hop. Mm-hmm. Okay? A lot of people will argue that down mm. and say no, I'm from New York. But I understand the roots of it, mm-hmm. right? Um the roots of it is that you have soul music which created the funk music. The mm-hmm. funk music is what gave us the hip hop that mm-hmm. we have today. So the Godfather of Soul is whom? You know what I'm saying? James Brown right, I'm right. from the birthplace of hip hop. He was the one of the first rappers besides uh Gil. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um but I said all that to say Knowing James Brown's story, he started off in the church as well. Yeah, he did. You know what I mean? Um, Your Ray Charles, he started off in the church as well. Like all of the greats for the most part. Mm -hmm. Started off in church. They started off in church. That was their platform. Mm -hmm. And they took that um, because that was the first opportunity you had just to get like an honest reaction. Mm -hmm. Sometimes not honest. You know what I mean? Sometimes (laughs) Sometimes not not honest. honest. Sometimes not honest. But that was Mm -hmm. the opportunity where you got like the honest reaction of you being able to like, use your voice and see how the people, like, gravitate mm-hmm. towards it mm-hmm. and, like, cheer you on, even, like, give different tries here and there. Um, like you said, a lot of the keyboards, um, they play drums, they play bass, they mm-hmm. like play guitar, um, and that just, I believe, like, it shaped us into who we, who we became, and then whatever we did with that outside of those mm-hmm. walls, like, that determined exactly where we would go. You know what I mean? And that was literally my... Man, I was doing everything in the church, usher, (laughs) everything you can name, you know? Because if if I didn't, I was going to sleep. Yeah, your parents parents were, you know, pretty much in charge, right? Well, yeah, they were like some of the, I guess, some of the top people. Yeah, some of the top people. So, they were
0: looking at you like, hey, no, you're going to do some of this work. Oh, yeah. Like, that was
1: was for sure. Especially the older I got, my pops like, nah man,
0: you doing it. like man, you, man,
1: you doing that? Right? Like, you gonna lay the covers on people? Man. You gonna usher people you. in? You right, you gonna be the cook. And I ain't gonna lie, to, <laughs> look, me being the usher was just a was a sad way for me to get to the girls. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like when you when you dress up you dress, real yeah, dress like, up real fresh, you, you can't sit down like that. You right? got to let Plus me posture yourself yeah. like that, like so how you doing? And you get to right. pose at the door, how y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. Oh, you need somewhere to sit. You the first stage, right here, right here. And I see in the back. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> hey, baby. <laughs> What's happening? No, That's the truth, yeah, though. That's the truth. Man, that's, that's the truth. man so, so talk about your music. Um, man, it's a, it's my story. Um, I I think growing up, I realized I'm a big, like, Michael X guy, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Of course, like, we like the MLKs. Um, I love like the Malcolm story. It just was so rough and ready, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and the brother never had the opportunity to create an autobiography, mm-hmm. right? And so, like ever since I started writing, that was my mission. Was like, what if, what if anything was to happen to me, right? Mm-hmm. Who's going to tell my story? I really can't trust the people to tell my story because they're going to give it from their perspective. Yeah, from their perspective. You know right? what I'm saying so when I started writing, that's what I was wanting to give was like my perspective of like the first person tell of exactly what was going on in my life. Mm. But it was like my, my original name was J news when I first came, like when I first started rapping and the whole premise of it was, all right, I'm the, I'm the news reporter in the neighborhood.
0: right? Mm, mm -hmm. So like,
1: (laughs) and that's, that's truly what it was because like, I'm, you know, we didn't necessarily come from, like, the ghetto projects. We just mm. came from the hood where, you know what I'm saying, it's a nice neighborhood. I got a line to say, man, I said, the neighborhood was nice, but the people in the crazy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, the neighborhood was nice, nice. but, like, everybody in there, like, we kind of throwed mm-hmm. off. So, but I was the kid that all the cats that I grew up with, they knew how I was raised. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that, you know, I don't know if today we have OGs, but that's why I would call it, like, my OGs and some of them, we went to school together, but mm-hmm. they were just far more advanced in what they were doing that they're like, you can hang with us, but now you can't do that. You know what, yeah. what I'm saying? Your mama gone. Because yeah. they know how you
0: are raised. Yeah. And they know your mama. Right. And the mama's like, yeah, as soon as you, yeah, let me find out.
1: Exactly. And they're like, bro, you know, you can't. I I got in trouble at school one time. Just, you know, just throw it out there. I got in trouble at school one time. My, my pops, he like, Shh, oh, you think you're grown? He put me out. I'm mm-hmm. like 13, you know what I'm saying? And I remember I'm, at that time, I'm like, yeah, I'm out here in the streets, it's late, you feel me? Like, we, I'm out, here. I'm out here with them now, right. and they catch me in the street, and they like, "What like, what you Yo. doing out here? Right? And I'm like, man, I just got in trouble in school, bro. You know how I." they're like, "Well, you tripping?" you know what I'm saying? And that spark, that spark mm-hmm. the light bulb in me, like, dang, the cats I'm looking up to that's doing everything I thought was cool, they ain't even proud of me like doing what they doing. Mm-hmm. They're like, you better than that. And that just, and you know, of course I wound up going back, going back home and like my music became that of like everything that I was seeing, that's what we writing about. That's what mm-hmm. we telling because they will always tell me like, bro, somebody got to tell the story. And if you the one that's out here doing what we doing, who gonna tell Who gonna them? tell your story? Yeah, who gonna tell, like who gonna tell the truth about like our neighborhood? Who gonna, who gonna mm-hmm. set everybody free in a sense, mm-hmm. you know? And so that's where it really, I've embodied it up until this point to where I might not go home, but you know, everybody know where I'm from. You yeah. know what I mean? Those And those people still hit me up and they'd be so like, they're proud of like, yo, you, you doing that, mm-hmm. you know? Cause they saw it from like, from just planting the seed up till now. And I make sure that I pay, you know, I pay homage yeah. to that, you know? Um, but of course, like, Me being from South Carolina, we have never really had, like, real major artists. Mm -hmm. But um, my hometown, I'm, like, what, two hours, two and a half hours from Charlotte. I'm three hours from Atlanta. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We're, like, five, six hours from Florida. So we're, I call it the South of the South. It's the only state in the South with South in it. So we are the South. Yeah, You did what I'm saying? So, like, you take... All the states in the South, whatever major hearts you have, mm-hmm. and that's what you, in a sense, you're going to find that back in where I'm from. So, mm-hmm. like, that's what my music is it's like. It's like your UGKs, like your 8-Ball MJGs. Oh, yeah. It's your outcast, of course. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, It's your it's your Trick Daddies, your loose mm-hmm. It's your Kilo Ali's. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's all of that just put inside of a melting pot. And the reason why, sorry. No, nah, no, nah, that's good. Look, my phone's over here going yeah, off too. And, and I, I'm like, uh you know, it was- and I thought I turned it <laughs> on the way really off, man. But but um but like it just became it's a whole melting pot. Mm-hmm. So I always want to make the music that I grew up on and I love. Mm-hmm. So like I wanted to create something that I could love just as much as that music because that music timeless. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I still put UGK in to this day. And it it mm-hmm. jammed like it came out yesterday. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I play that from top to bottom. I, I still, man, I play Outcast so much, man. It's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, cause it's just like, where'd you find these? Yeah. You know, like, even the instrumentation is, is ridiculous, mm-hmm. you know, to this point. Man, you gotta be kidding me. Like, come on, man. Yeah, so, like, it's just even even the way that they structure mm-hmm. the production is rare. Yeah. You know, like, and That music truly came from a place that was like, it was deeper than money. It was Mm -hmm. deeper than flashiness. It was deeper than like the cars, like everything they said and did, man, Mm -hmm. it served a purpose. You know, like when Andre jumped up at the Source Awards and said like the South got something to say, like I I still feel that that that. to this day. And when you listen to the music, it's obvious Mm -hmm. of like, oh, yeah, I really had something that you really wanted to say. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's the music is. What am I going to say? You know, like mm-hmm. if if I, if I no longer have a voice and you press play, what would I still what have to say? Right. And that's my music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's from the soul, man. I make soul music. Make soul music. Yeah, I make soul music. Okay, so let's segue. Let
0: go. So what happened? What happened from what you just described as far as that, the the, the, the roots of music and the feeling of music and the message of music
1: to music of today. All right, what happened was that we didn't cherish it, in mm-hmm. a sense. Um, it's not necessarily taken care of, you know. It's like it's like having a baby, and when the baby's first born. Like you know, you got to hold the head because mm-hmm. you can't let the neck fall over. And we thinking like, bro, the neck fall back, the head but, like, gonna fall the head off, fall off. And off and something happened baby. Like, like, oh my goodness, baby
0: dead. Like,
1: no. Nah, you know. And then mm-hmm. when the baby kind of gets older, we like release it mm-hmm. and just let everyone put their hands in on mm-hmm. it, right? And like, remember when music was regionalized, yeah, in a sense, yeah, to where it was like this. You this knew. is new. You knew yeah. this was South music. You could tell. It had that
0: feeling. It right. had that rhythm. You knew what was West Coast. You knew the you music knew came it. from New York and Philly and Jersey. Yeah, yeah.
1: And then we kind of just let everybody in. Everybody, you in. know, like everybody touch it. Yeah, you can't let everybody in your house. You know what I'm mm. saying? You let everybody in your house, you just got a whole bunch of spirits in here mm-hmm. that you don't even know where they come from, and the energy just feels weird because mm-hmm. even though the person physically isn't there, the energy still is. Mm. You know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and like that's that's why I feel like really what happened with the music It's like we we stopped truly caring about like what we saying, who we like who we catering to. Like music used to be, um, music was our political platform. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I mean, I, I love making like the booty shaped music. I love like mm-hmm. I love making the vast like the vast majority because it's soul music. Mm-hmm. You get know what I'm saying? It's like we we go through our ups and downs, trials, tribulations. So I want to give all those experiences in my real life. But music was the that was the voice of the people. So for all the people out of the community that didn't have anything to say, they could play their they favorite play artists, and right. you knew like that's what you stand for. Yeah, you know what I mean. Now it's like I don't even know what you stand for because you know we, you you. You telling me you this one thing, but, you know, we kind of jamming to this right here mm-hmm. and it just make our hair nod. And it's no longer, it's not it's saturated like everything else at, at this point in time. Mm-hmm. Like everything up till now is saturated. Like the, the way we socialize, it's mm-hmm. saturated. You know what I mean? Um, the way we relate to each other, saturated. Love is saturated. That's music. Mm-hmm. You know, like, because all of that is what it took for us to create the music. Now everybody just goes in and be like, man, I ain't even gotta think, bro. I just, I just rap all day, and then, you know, we just come up with a track, and it's like,
0: that's I just make stuff up, bro. Right. I just make stuff up. I don't even like rap. I heard somebody say, I don't even know who the dude was, but he was like, I don't even like rap. Yeah, I like the money though. Yeah, and so I just put whatever words or whatever just kind of sounds right, and I just do that. But I don't even like what I do. I just like the money that
1: I make. And that's the sad part. Because if you can show a person that you're willing to do whatever it takes for the dollar. For the dollar. Then they gonna make you do whatever it takes to get the dollar. That's right. You know what I'm saying? And like that's Mm -hmm. just... So it doesn't... Like that's something that I... I feel... Something I don't do is that. I don't chase money. Mm -hmm. Right? I'm a huge Bob Marley fan. You know what I mean? I'm a huge Robin Nestor Marley guy. yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like... With with Bob, you know, he has a quote that's like, you know, we don't you don't chase money. Money is numbers and numbers is um numbers is infinite. So it's like once you start chasing a dollar, you looking for the second dollar. Yeah, and, and, the, next you, one, and yeah, the next because one, because you're okay. never gonna have enough. So now you're just gonna have to keep on doing a whole bunch of like um what is it, less fulfilling things just to say mm-hmm. that you have something to cover it all up, you know. Um and I like I really, man, I really got a passion and love for this because I know what it's done for me. You know, I've mm-hmm. seen it. I've like, man, if we could still, if we could still play Marvin Gaye's "What's Going On" in 2019, that tells you something. You know, like, and it still resonates. Mm-hmm. If if children born in 2000 could still play Tupac, and they don't even know who this cat was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it still resonates to this day of what, what was being said, then that's saying something. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why don't we truly put a care in the world about the music that we made yeah. you know? Cause you wanna be able to, I'm, I'm about legacy. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I'm, I'm about like legacy, longevity. I, I really want, I want like my kids' kids to be able to play my music and be like, man, mm-hmm. man granddad was fine. You know what I <laughs> mean? Like <laughs> That's right. Man, granddad, granddad was living with us. You know what I mean? Like this is the same dude? Right. And not even knowing. Like, not even know. Oh, this is but this is what we experienced mm-hmm. as well. And I feel like that's that's what happened. Um, we let we let them people get in here. <laughs> like for real. Like, <laughs> you know, like just to be just to be honest. Like we every every genre of music, every genre of music that um that black culture has created. It was all pure at one point in time, mm-hmm. right? And then once we allowed it to get colonized, and it's funny, I've been jamming Beyonce's new record, haven't mm-hmm. um, heard it Move Forever, mm-hmm. right? Probably played it fifty times in the past twenty four mm-hmm. hours, and Jay Z literally said the line when he was like, "Man, I feel like if I wasn't here, the game would have been colonized."
0: You mm-hmm. know what I'm
1: saying? Like, and it's true because if you can't keep it, in its purest form mm-hmm. at some point that's what happens is like people find a way to grab it and pull abstracts of it and once you start pulling out abstracts of it then it's no longer pure you learn how to take it back to mm-hmm. the lab and you dip it in something that makes it seem like it's more like in a steroid yeah. approach right yeah. and then it, it it grows but it's not it's really not growing mm-hmm. it just looks and be- looks the perception the perception yeah. and then we just throw the money there because who controls the Well, money? the money looks like it, it you know, makes it all worthwhile. Exactly. But, you know, what's what's a dollar worth? It takes $2 to make $1. Mm-hmm. So what's a dollar worth? Is it like, because my soul, you can't, my soul ain't cheap and it ain't free. Right. You know what I'm saying? It really ain't for sale because any dollar amount, it cannot be paid for me to change who I really am mm-hmm. and what I'm trying to present to the people, man. Mm-hmm. You know? cuz that's 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 all i have. i'm not a i'm not an athlete, you know what i'm saying? i'm not a i'm not a politician. um i'm literally just i'm an artist that's really serious about it. Mm-hmm. You know what i mean? That really takes that kind of care and say, "Hey, this is my baby." Mm-hmm. And when i give you my baby, make sure you take care of my yeah. baby. <clears throat> you know what yeah. i'm saying? Now my baby come back scratch anything like that, we got problems mm-hmm. because this is my kid yeah you know we ain't going we ain't going not sad about our kids Mm -hmm. and that's what it is yeah man wow that's 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 deep
0: there's a lot of insight and and information that people really need to hear that they don't even probably consider right as far as just really thinking about their own influence um you know i'm kind of reminded of a couple things um I'm a mean, huge J Cole fan. So um, J Cole is 1985. Mm-hmm. He kind of said some, you know, some of the same things like, "Have you ever thought about your impact?" He said, um, "You know, they they kind of just want to see you dab. They want to see you pop a pill. They want to see you tatted from your face to your heel, right?" And so nope. they, he's he's kind of throwing all these things out. He's like, "Y'all don't even really caring about the message you putting out. Nope. Y'all just really just want to just live life and just live it crazy, you know." And so I, I kind of think about that. But I, I got kids that don't listen to that don't listen to rap. Wow. Like, period. And and it's because... See, they didn't grow up... Of course, they didn't grow up in the same era yeah, that we did, right? And that would be, like, weird. I don't know And even my too. kid. Right? <laughs> but still. Like, I, I do believe... I forgot who I, I was in a conversation with somebody. And I was telling somebody that my kids don't listen to, to you know, rap music. And they said, well, that's because they live in the generation today. But if they grew up on the music that you listened to when you were growing up they would love rap music. Yeah. Because I still listen to, I don't listen to the radio, but I listen to music back in the day. Still. Right. Yeah. Still to this day. I mean, I still listen to Dre. I still listen to Snoop. Yep. I still listen to Wu-Tang. Still listen to Method Man, Red Man, Outkast. You know, because I grew up listening to, to all of those.
1: Man. Now today,
0: I don't like They don't even like the music. They're like, that we don't even know what they're saying or why they're saying what they're saying. We don't even know the noises right. that they're making and why they're making these types of noises. But um, one of my sons listens to, like, 80s music, which I find to be so refreshing, that it's 80s music, like Queen, right? Or like, um, wow, Nirvana, or even cin- I have another child that listens to cinematic music, and it's different type, but it's amazing music. But they like music that's provocative and that makes them think or that kind of calls them to, to action. But yeah, they don't, they don't listen to hip-hop. I, I barely listen to hip-hop if it's like J. Cole or Kendrick or music back you know, in the day.
1: Frequency. It's, it's about frequency. Mm. That like when the certain music gives off a certain frequency. Mm-hmm. Like everything, man, um, even things that stand still still give off frequency. frequency. It still vibrates. Yeah. And like certain frequencies open up certain parts of our brain. Mm. You know what I mean? Um And I wish I had like the exact numbers of like, well, mm-hmm. like 180 hertz is going to... Right. Up. You <laughs> know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what, but like all in all, part of the music that everyone gravitates to is because it's a lower frequency. Mm-hmm. So like if we're not in tune and in touch with our higher self, then like we're not even thinking that there's something greater in this. Mm-hmm. You know, like, mm-hmm. for the most part, I don't know if you recall when people would listen to, let's say somebody like, when Jay-Z actually started getting up there mm-hmm. in the in the ranks, as far as the money-wise, mm-hmm. and people were like, we don't even know what he's talking about anymore. Right? Like, because mm-hmm. it makes you think. Like, now I have to go look and see what a DeLorean is. Now I have mm-hmm. to see, like, what's a Maybach? Because I was the first person we really heard talking mm-hmm. about these kind of things, but it, it just it sparks your interest. But unfortunately, we don't like to think. We want people that's going to think for us. Just tell mm-hmm. us exactly what it is. So if you tell me that you're going to pop a whole bunch of downers and uppers, I'm gonna listen because my life is a bunch of ups and downs. Up and, downs. Yeah. and even if I don't want, like, even if that's not really who I am, you speaking what I re- what I truly want. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As opposed to how do I cook, how do I dig myself up out of this hole? Like I love currency, right? Um, I'm a huge currency guy, man, and so not solely because he's a, he was independent artist, right? Mm-hmm. That's really went through the dirt, went through the mud, and he came out on top mm-hmm. to now where he hasn't had to compromise who he was yet. And this man is dropping a project every month. Wow. you know what I mean? And he's dropping a project every month, and all his shows are sold out, but but did this? It's also the kind of music that he makes. The kind of music where he's still he's still in his hometown. He still goes in his neighborhood. He's still out down the streets. Ain't nobody shooting at him. Ain't nobody mm-hmm. robbing him. You know what I mean? None of the craziness. Mm-hmm. And it's then you have to ask yourself why. But I also love it because as a I'm a I'm an independent artist. I need game mm-hmm. on how to even elevate my craft to right. where I could get to. Those sold out shows and, mm-hmm. you know, still being able to coexist in my neighborhood in a sense. Yeah. You know, so I listen to I listen to where I truly aspire to be, not necessarily like where I am. And like, you know, sometimes I like the I like the the, the craziness from time mm-hmm. to time because I understand mm-hmm. it, in a sense. Um, but even in that, I only listen to those that still have those messages. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I can still, I'm still able to pull messages out of the quote unquote the ratchetness. Uh, you know what <laughs> I mean? Right? Like it's like the it's like the old head that you knew. He crazy man. He throwed off, but you know what, <laughs> what I mean? But he always dropping jewels on you, mm-hmm. even if you looking out like, man, why am I listening to you? But I'm gonna mm-hmm. listen to
0: you. you know I'm gonna listen to you podcasts? because obviously there's something there that you're saying that's gonna give me some.
1: Some nuggets of information that I need to, exactly. to progress forward. Because in the words of my in the words of my grandfather, like you you even a baby could teach you something. Mm. Yeah, that's you know like, yeah, yeah, Even yeah. a baby could teach you something. Like if you're not able to learn from like the smallest of the small, mm. then it's impossible to really just expect to get something from the grandest of things. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like in word like I said, in words of my grandfather. Um, you could learn anything, even mm. from a little baby. Mm-hmm. So I just started—no pun intended. That's funny, but I, <laughs> you know what I mean? but you know, even him. But um, I just—I get my lessons from like just the craziest things. Mm. I get signs and stuff from like the most craziest things. Mm. That's—it's not crazy to me, mm-hmm. right? But then I start—I tell people about them. They're like. How'd you get that from? You know I mean? Like how'd you find that? Right. Like, ah oh, man, it's just a you know, it's being able to read between the lines and I'm a visionary. Mm. Right? And I I don't I'm not necessarily just the artist. The art as far as music is my vehicle. You know what I mean? Mm. But like in full I'm a visionary. The the ability to see the unseen, you kinda have to. you can say the unsaid, hear the unheard, mm. you know what I mean? And like just that's where that's where my music is. You know what I mean? That's where my art, that's where my craft is. It's like how do I? I was born in nineteen eighty nine, right? So I'm the last generation of what it was like before technology. Mm-hmm. What it was right that introduced the technology mm-hmm. and we broke it in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I'm the I'm the last. Yeah, you're like that, that last generation yeah. that kind of falls into. So I have a I have a job. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I have a responsibility. It's not about like, okay, let's put Truzy on a big billboard and nah, it's not about that. It's about I'm the I'm the OG, but I'm the young one at the mm-hmm. same time. Like I have the opportunity to pull like the youth up and show them the show them the better way, same way my 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 cats did. And I could also bring my my guys and be like, nah, this is where we at. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, because we can't as much as we would love to hold on to um, what once was, right? Mm -hmm. Everything must evolve. But it's our job to make sure that it evolves properly. Right. You know, because you don't want to, you know, you don't want to old... Yeah. And that's kind of what happened with the the music, is that hip-hop evolved. Right. But it
0: evolved in a a way... Now, some people may say, nah, this is the the natural progression of, of how it should be. Yeah. But... I personally think, you know, no knock on any artist that's out there, but I think it progressed in a way that didn't was not really a hundred percent beneficial to those who laid the the, the foundation for hip hop, those who kind of led the charge for hip hop, and because I mean I don't hear, I don't hear Method Man, put, not I know these think like all oh, these are old heads, but I don't hear Method Man putting out albums, Red Man, uh, and then when they do, they don't get the amount of love that These other little baby and Uzi Vert and, right, little squirt and whoever. I don't even know Mm -hmm. half these names, but it doesn't, they don't get the same level of,
1: I guess, even respect. The reason why I believe, all right, hip hop is a, hip hop is the pulse of the youth, right? Yep. That's what it's always been. Yeah, that's what it's always been. And like... The like the little babies, the Uzi Verts of the world, like just you know they're mm-hmm. currently the pulse of the, of the youth. Like I I always have this uh sometimes I, I have this debate mm-hmm. about whether or not does the culture reflect the music or does the music reflect okay. the culture, and kind of me growing up in the culture, mm-hmm. like I feel like the music reflects the culture, mm. right? That like. You take exactly what I said about how I started my music. Off is like, I'm taking everything that I'm seeing Mm -hmm. and now I'm presenting it onto this canvas. Mm -hmm. So like to, I don't know, somewhere in Omaha, you know what I mean, Nebraska. I don't know how they living, but I can present my canvas to them and they might think it's like the wildest thing they ever heard of. But I bring it back to my home friend, Mm -hmm. it's normalized like that's everyday living, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, so I, I feel like that's really what happens is like the, the youth of like the method man, the red mans, they're, they're grown and now they have children. Right. You know what I'm saying? so now those like, now our children are being raised inside of this new climate, which is, don't get me wrong. It's a lot faster. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot faster. But, but as I said previously, we're, I'm part of the generation that introduce the technology like when we were in school man they literally forced us you know hate to say force but this is you know you had to get high school credits in order Mm -hmm. to graduate so honestly it's a forceful thing Mm -hmm. you know if you Mm -hmm. want to graduate you have to take this computer class and you have to be able to type Oh yeah, you gotta be able to know how to use, uh, at that time it was like Ask Jeeves and Google. Yeah, you know Ask Jeeves, I mean? you I remember that. You know, I'm pulling them out of my pocket. Ask Jeeves yeah. is what came before Google. Yeah, that, right. that, that was the, that, that was on Google, Google exactly. back then. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, yeah. Ask Jeeves. You pull up, yep, Ask Jeeves. And all the school computers, you had Ask Jeeves, and you type in a question of like, yep. oh, <laughs> what is the new <laughs> Nike, you know what I'm saying? Jeeves would give you that answer. Jeeves would give you the answer. Yeah. And even though the internet wasn't that fast, you know, watch how everything, watch how everything move. Mm. I mean, we got introduced to like Yahoo chat rooms. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that that was our social media. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So AOL. AOL, you would spend all that time yeah. chatting with people all around the country that you never even mm-hmm. met before. So because of that, everything, everything sped up evolution. Once mm-hmm. again, that had to evolve. Mark Zuckerberg, you know, IE, he... Pull, pulls his own way Of like mm-hmm. man How do I How how do I like Normalize A chat room Ah right, let's put it Onto this Facebook So now It's basically A chat room Specifically uh, It was specifically For his university Yeah, You know what I mean Then it mm-hmm. Then it evolved yeah. To more Then yeah. it, they allow High schools in So now we're watching How everything Speeds up So we have a generation Now that They don't even know How any of this Came about They mm-hmm. just come in With it You know what I mean And now that they have it it's like I don't have to go to the library, you know. I don't have to mm-hmm. do all this. I could just pull up. I could pull up my phone. You can put your phone to get everything you want. Like I don't. Honestly, I I do majority of my work off my cell phones, mm-hmm. man. You know. Um. So, like, now they're giving us this faster life mm-hmm. from a young age, but it's been happening all the time. We just never had access to see it. But do you think? But do you think we caused this, though?
0: Do you think... So, So okay, so I grew up in the era where crap is prevalent, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, I grew up in the hood, so you would see crack vials everywhere on the ground. Um, You know, I had relatives that were involved in that, whether they used or sold or whatever the case was, and so it was a part of our upbringing, but there was rules that we had. Correct there were certain levels of, of courtesy and respect. Like you talked about you, your pops kicked you out when you was 13. Like, no, get out. And your, your your old dudes were like, nah, man, you need to go back home. I had the same thing happen. I tried to run away from home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the dudes were like, yo, what you doing out here? And I'm like, yo, man, I'm running away from home, man. They were like, man, you crazy. And they literally picked me back up and carried me back home. Wow. Right? So the question is, do we let this happen within our own culture? That lead that has led to where music is today. Like, have we
1: allowed it, man? <sighs> wow. In a sense, yes.
0: I feel like we have, because I don't feel that people have really fought for it. Yeah, like, to say, nah, this ain't the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. Like, nah, we're not gonna allow this to to take place. In, I mean, and growing up, I can't. We had the Dos Effects. We had the. Um, De La Soul's, we had. That right. was right. So I'm going. Yeah. No, I'm going with, I'm going with I'm way you. i with you. Um, but we we did. We had we had the Wu Tang. We had um, you know all the cats in in, in the the West Coast. Uh, we had of course Biggie and Diddy and his and, and Mace and um, Junior Mafia and Nas and all, and all of them. <clears throat> but there was a certain still a certain level of artistry, a certain level of creativity, a certain level of just protectiveness of the craft. Right. There were rules that they even still follow themselves. And I honestly believe that we have, and I say we, I don't mean me just, you know, be personally. Mm-hmm. I mean, we as a culture have allowed the infiltration of whatever it may be to penetrate hip hop community and to change it into something that it probably never would have evolved into
1: naturally and i think that um and like in my own in my own opinion yeah we we're definitely to blame for it mm. um because like i said this was our baby like this is what we created mm. like it just, there was no one else this is what we created f- specifically for our people you know what i mean and then we just kind of it's like mm. kind of the money <clears throat> but far as the creative side of things it still goes back to like everybody kind of wants the fame and the money mm-hmm. right like it's not much of a competition anymore you know like I'm a, I'm mm-hmm. in this sport this is my sport you know what I'm saying I'm a, I'm an athlete in my sport so like you're not walking in my gym dropping 30 you know what I'm saying yeah. like but my goal is to walk in yours and I'm dropping 30 you yeah, so mm-hmm. it's like You gotta put your best defense Mm -hmm. up. So, like for me, like that's why I will always treat it the way I do. Mm -hmm. It's solely because I don't, man. There's nothing like having someone say, "Man, you sound like so and so," and it's like, what? So now I'm trying to go back and I might listen to the artists just to find out like, where'd you get this? Mm You know what I'm saying? Like, where'd you find this? Like, how do I continue to innovate? Because this is the thing. And it's funny. I feel like from my studying of music, it's always happened across the genres. You have the the innovators, Mm -hmm. right? And then you have the followers that's just Mm -hmm. trying to, they're trying to gain off of the one that innovates, mm-hmm. you know? So, and that's so, an ever since business. Exactly. Yeah. But mm-hmm. this is the thing about it. The one who innovates is who stays. Mm-hmm. It's the followers that fall off because you follow me. So yeah. you followed me so much and for so long that you haven't even came up with a game plan to know, like, at some point you're going to have to rebrand. Yeah. At some point you're going to have to, like, reposition yourself and present us mm-hmm. in a whole nother way, you know? but mm-hmm. that never crossed their mind. Mm-hmm. So then when you hit that wall, exactly, you solely chasing yeah, after solely the money. Chasing their money. And then you hit the wall, and it's like, what do I do? And yeah. then you fall off. And we're like, mm-hmm. man, what, whatever happened to so-and-so, he gave us about four songs, and we heard from him. Yeah, we heard from him. Yeah, yeah, you know, he bringing the Foot locker. Right.
0: You know, on oh, real, and still,
1: hey, still releasing music. Still releasing bro, music. They yeah. ain't checking for him, because, bro, you, you still sound like five years ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, the game, actually has, like, a five-year, like, it has a five-year run. That's the cycle. You know what I mean? To, yeah, today it has a yeah, five-year run. It has a five-year yeah. run. There's a – you have to – and oh, – wow. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just gave no, I just gave game. You just yeah. gave, <laughs> like, like I said, y'all don't even understand. He just gave, just like – he gave, gave. – wow.
0: Yeah. That's why we're keeping this conversation going, because he oh, wow. he's giving stuff after stuff after stuff after after stuff. Wow. Yeah. I'm, After stuff.
1: That's yeah. a, it really does. It has this, has a five year transition. And right around three and a half to four years, you hear it, you see it, mm-hmm. you see where it's starting to change over. And those that innovate, they're still, they still, they're still kicking. That's right. It's the ones that's that's been playing tag along the whole time, they start to drift off and we mm-hmm. get introduced to like these new cats. And like now, I just think like, you know, they're the I don't I'm not sure what far as corporate hip hop is, mm-hmm. like what the plan is. You know, like I think they're just trying to I do know what the plan is. It has far less to do with music, it has more to do with influence. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you have social presence, you know what I mean, you got the you could do the most reckless stuff and can't like can't write a bar. It don't matter. It don't matter. Like, but you got like you got influence, you got a hundred thousand followers on your on your Instagram, forty you know, seven million. We gonna sign you, followers, and we, no matter what you say and do, it don't even matter. And they're not signing artists. They're not. the cats that they're signing, mm-hmm. they don't even. They're not making music. Like they're you. They're literally taking them just so you can put them on your YouTube or your television shows. Mm-hmm. Because now, how do I? No one watches TV anymore. Mm-hmm. Truly, right? Just. Truly following, you know, understanding how everything shapes. Because music, like I said, it's just a vehicle. Mm -hmm. It's not the destination. Like, music has always been the car you hop into and Mm -hmm. it takes you to your television network. It takes you to the radio station. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It takes you to that political platform, i.e. Killer Mike. You know what I mean? Like, so... I mean, I don't know how many killer mic days we're going to have, man. You know, <laughs> how many cities, but right. making a killer and he ain't making no, you know. Like, you just but, but that goes back to
0: what, how the foundation of hip hop began and the voice that hip hop had as far that was our political voice. Correct. That is what we used to express what was going on in our culture, what was going on in our hood. That's how we conveyed our message. And today is, of course, not the same. So that's why you see people like Killer Mike yeah. rising up to say, oh, even Killer Mike, David Banner, Absolutely. Nipsey Hussle, yeah. uh, even back then it was Tupac, um, Old Dirty Bastard, Fact. right? And so each influencer back in, in that time, and even till now, they're using that voice to still kind of preach that, right. that message today.
1: You know, um, it's funny. Of course, you know everybody's gonna talk about Nipsey, but I, I'm always. I remember the first time I heard of this cat. Right, I wasn't intrigued by music. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It it really didn't have anything to do with music. It was business sense mm-hmm. because of where I always aspired to be. Like I feel like I'm, I'm my version of like your. Jay Z. That's probably why I brought him up. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And you look at somebody like Nipsey. When you understand like the business moves yeah. and all, it's like, oh, that's you too. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like they say, real recognize real. You know, I try not to use yeah. that, but yeah, you, now it's true to yeah. them. Yeah, you you mirror you you like to mirror yourself after the people that you see. You know what I'm saying in yourself. And I watched this. I watched this move of like I'm selling this album for what was a hundred dollars. And I was like, man, you did what? Mm. And then to watch, it's just the belief in self. I said, I'm gonna do it Mm -hmm. regardless. But also having the 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 proper like business sense to say, not only am I gonna do that, I'm gonna give y'all a free project too. Don't worry about it. The same project, it just ain't gonna have features on it because I had to I had to pay for these. Mm -hmm. Yeah, pay for these features, right? And just like that's part of the creative sense you mm-hmm. know aside from just music like aside from just business but the music aspect as well it's like who you who you really like see yourself as like who do you see in you mm-hmm. not not like going out making the same kind of music but like hey if I'm a J. Cole sound like Nas when he first came out now you listen to J. Cole and he's practically the Nas of this generation you know what I mean? And he would tell you, like, man, I, I was a Nas fan. I ain't like yeah, home. That's, that's, that's why he let Nas down. It's my man. man. <laughs> exactly. Because he understood, like, mm-hmm. man, I knew who I wanted to be, but mm-hmm. I'm chasing. Now Now you in there. Now you chasing after something mm-hmm. that everybody tells you after the fact of, like, don't chase after that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nobody tells you beforehand, like, bro, don't chase after that. money. Keep it pure. And I think we all just try to stay true to that. Mm-hmm. Um, like I wouldn't be trues if I didn't stay true, man, right. to that. Right. You know what I mean? Like we I have a, I got a duty. I have a real duty. I got It's good to hear
0: man. because not not all, often do you hear people talk about they have a responsibility and a duty yeah. for the message that they are, are giving through through music. I
1: I have to, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. You know how many people could possibly like we bad. We live in satellite radio world right now. Online, internet, Mm -hmm. radio. Like, you could play your song and get 2 billion people to listen to your song today. Today.
0: Back in in the day, you could not. It was super hard. Terrestrial radio ran everything, and it was hard to get your albums, songs, played on radio. But now, with the advent of internet, you can get your song out in front of everybody. Yo,
1: so my I told you of course about my parents. Part of the reason I make the music that I make now is because I had to be able to strategically pick out the right kind of music, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To listen to so they wouldn't chomp me off so bad. Yeah. So it's like uh they might be they might be cussing and all the craziness, but you know, listen to what they say. It's a
0: certain amount of cussing. Right. If they're not using, you <laughs> like, know. <laughs> You know the real
1: deep yeah. curse words. I'm yeah. it's, it's just you know surface ones that we yeah. kind of say and get away with. Right. And I, yo, because know, I'm a you know I grew up on past Detroit, mm-hmm. and like for us that was our voice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For like my um, Central Savannah River Area CSRA, Aiken, South Carolina, Augusta, Georgia, and all mm-hmm. those surrounding like cities. Like man, he was our voice. His mm-hmm. first two, three projects was our voice. I remember having the music; it was blasting, and my pops just bust in one day. Turn that off, and he snatched it out the CD player. And I was just like, "What? Like, why are you tripping? Mm. Why you doing that?" And you know, I kind of, I kind of understand it now, mm. in a sense of like of what he wanted me to listen to. You mm. know what I mean? Um, but I got into live sound. Mm. That's that's where. That's where we are today. Wow. Yeah. That's where we. That's where we are today. It's the live sound, and I give and it's credit to my pops because he would he would play his music for me and say like, man, you don't know real music. You know what I'm saying? i be like real music. Like yo, you don't know nothing about this, and I just and it would be like a four minute just jam mm-hmm. session. You know what I mean? On mm-hmm. remember those old old records, mm-hmm. like a four minute jam session, or wow. just like hearing no 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 lyrics, no nothing. It's just take it away, it's take it away. You know yeah. what I mean? And Letting the band just and but mm-hmm. and the difference between that and what I was listening to is that I actually felt it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And now when I still listen to live music, I feel it. I uh, you know I so said I just got got off the road this morning from live music mm-hmm. and regardless of how I may be feeling it just does something to you because you can't you can never truly imitate 100% what's pure right. you know what I'm saying yeah. like you can't you really can't manipulate live. Mm-hmm. like <coughs> wow yeah man wow well Truzy we had an amazing conversation brother yeah so so tell the audience where they are able to find you Um you can find me at I am Truzy on Instagram of course that is um, I am Uh You could Google me as well at hashtag Truzy, uh, all caps, no cap. You know what I mean. Uh, I'm on, of course, your SoundCloud, your Spotify's, and all. Uh, check out the new single, "Understood for Show." Check it out, "Understood for Show." Yeah, that's uh, got a lot of great things in the works. Mm-hmm. You know, I really. Oh yeah. And come out and check us out at the music room sometime if you ever in the right. you know Yeah I mean, for sure. Yeah, for sure. You know come I mean?
0: out and check us out at um the music room. Right. Uh you know, me and me and Truzy belong to the same the same family, so. right in Sessions. Right America. in Sessions America.
1: Yeah. Yep. At, uh, hey, shout out to Kevin Shine. Shout out to Kev. Hey, and all our fam. For real. at, at WSA. Yeah. man. Like that's a that's a great cat, man. Yeah. Like that's oh a, yeah. I'm 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 honored to have him as a mentor. Mm. Yeah. Um I I just need a little direction, and I don't know what's. I can't necessarily say what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. I just see it. You know what I mean? I feel it, and it's pretty. It's pretty dope. We mm-hmm. we finna do some.
0: Oh, I know. I I saw a particular post recently. Yeah. Of someone uh, who has um, kind of influential and done some great things within the music community, put a post up that said, "Truzy is true. truth. This dude is is next." I guarantee this dude is, is next. 2020,
1: man. 2020. Vision, okay. Yeah, yeah. Y'all stay tuned. That's all I got. Stay we music. I need a shirt, man. I'm going to get you a shirt.
0: <laughs> I got to wear some more shirts anyway. Yeah. Yeah. If y'all want a shirt, shirts will be available where you can purchase shirts. We got this design currently, but we may go through a iteration of the logo. I don't know yet but
1: yeah. I'm, I'm going to make sure you get a shirt. I appreciate Let that. Let me know the size. Hey, man. Yeah. <laughs> Jack, County. Yeah, I got it. Um, I, I like to say, because this really is my, probably one of my first real interviews. Like, mm. you know, my, my brother Ajax, he's pretty dope. You know what I mean? He he kind of left us, but he gave us the game mm. before he left us. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, like, I always stay true to it because, like I say, we got a job to do and this is my job to make sure that his vision is is truly manifested in the mm-hmm. fullest potential you know um, for real. long let it go man that's what's up brother For show appreciate it man thank
0: you yep ladies and gentlemen that's a wrap we're out sure.